today we are going to talk about the stress cycle and how to break that. Um, so you'll actually see a really cool infographic posted later about what the stress cycle actually looks like. Um, but let me just kind of go over a minute. I don't really want to focus on what it is because it's great if you know what it is, but if you don't know how to break it, that's the problem and that's what we're going to solve tonight. So um, typically in a stress cycle, you have the initial stress stressor, okay? Um, and this can be one big thing or it can be a bunch of little things um, that build. So you have the initial stressor, stressor then you go to an adrenaline release. This is where you have the elevated blood pressure, uh, your elevated heart rate, your O2 intake, your oxygen intake becomes more uh, and your blood flow to your muscles um, is faster, right? So this is when you have that stress response, like you can feel it, like you feel that adrenaline rush, you feel your heart start pounding, right? Um, that is the second part of it. Then, Typically, what happens is you have that response, and then we get an additional stressor. Uh, let's just say, you know, you wake up late for work, right? You're going to be late. You've already been late this week. You get that heart rate. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. You get to work. Um, you miss the deadline. So here's the additional stressor, okay? So now you have the additional stressor. Now your body's already had the adrenaline release. Your heart rate's already up. Your blood pressure's already up. Now you have a large amount, like a cortisol release, a cortisol dump. And then what happens typically from there is we go into an exhaustion um, phase, right? And then it starts again. We've got the initial stressor. We've got the adrenaline release, the elevated BP, the heart rate, additional stressors, cortisol release. And what happens is... All of this is happening, and it could be little things at work that are adding up. It could be your home life. Um, but let's just say the little things are happening at work, but you're a new mom, so you're not getting sleep, so this is compounded. Or you have a really stressful job, and so if your stress is at home, and now you're going to work, and you have a really stressful job, that's compounding the situation. Um, or you like high intensity workouts. So you have a really stressful job and to burn steam, to clear your head, you go to CrossFit after work or whatever your F45 or Orange Theory and you do a high intensity workout, that is stress. Maybe you don't have high intensity workouts. Maybe you're just pounding weight or you're uh, training for a ruck or a marathon, but you're overtraining your body and you're not recovering. Um, Maybe you decided, oh, I've been reading all this stuff about self-care and I need to take care of me. I need to schedule time in for me. I'm going to train for a marathon. It's something I've always wanted to do. But you're in a stress cycle. And so adding that kind of training to a stress cycle could be detrimental. Um, maybe you're just overcommitted. Maybe you have too many fires in the, in, too many logs in the fire, right? You have too much going on. You don't know how to say no or you have the fear of missing out. And so all of those things that are over here can make these small little stressors compound. And so what happens is we keep going round in the circle, round in the circle. We don't say no, we still keep showing up to do the workouts because it clears our head and you know makes us feel good temporarily. We keep going back to the stressful job and we don't address what's happening. 
And so we hit a stage of exhaustion to where almost when we have small stressors now, our body doesn't even respond, okay? We don't even get the elevated heart rate anymore. We don't get the elevated BP anymore. Um, you're almost just like in a spaz state, right? Our immune function plummets. So you find yourself getting sick more, where before you could shake off a cold, now it sticks around for weeks. Um, maybe you're catching every bug that comes home from your children's daycare or school. Your, your sleep's impaired. Before you could sleep seven to eight hours, now you can't even fall asleep. Or you fall asleep just fine, but then you wake up numerous times throughout the night and you can't, you're not getting good restful sleep. No restful sleep, now the brain fog sets in. You can't remember anything. You're having to write everything down. You can't remember um, appointments, deadlines. Does your kid have practice? Did the practice get moved? You forget to take the food, you know, your meal prep out, uh, you make your food and you leave it on the counter. I mean, all the things that bring fog and tails. Then you start noticing you're gaining weight. My hair is falling out. So these are the kind of stress responses that we typically get. So what do we do about it, right? Uh, first things first is we have to identify, we have to bring awareness, like I'm in a stress cycle. I need to bring awareness around it. What's going on? So I always encourage my clients, um, my Hashi girls, when we get to this part of the course, to sit down and write out what in your life is causing stress, whether it's good stress, working out, or bad stress, okay? Good stress can be also, I love hanging out with my girlfriends. I love doing, you know, um, girls' night out and all of that. But with that, I have to still cook for my family before I leave. I have to find a babysitter. I got to get dressed for the day. Um, you know, I get home late, which means I don't get as much sleep. So the next day I'm exhausted. It takes me three days to recover from those two glasses of wine. I want you to write down everything, whether you think it's good or bad, anything that is adding stress to your plate. Some of these things are going to be one-timers. They're traumatic events or they're, um, you get in a fender bender on the way home, okay? Well, you can write that down, but what are the chances you're going to get in another one, right? Anytime soon, at least, hopefully. Um, it could be, you know, a really big project at work. You don't have these all the time, but right now, that's on your plate. So they're one-timer stress events, and then there's recurring things. And those are typically the ones that drive us over the edge or they get us close and then we have that one timer come in that really shouldn't be that big of a deal, that it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. So I want you to bring awareness around what, on the day to day, what are your typical stressors? What's causing you to feel this way? And then I want you to go and say, okay, what's a low hanging fruit? What is one, one thing on here that I can put effort into to help get off my plate or um, make it not so stressful, right? So um, typically if you, um, if it's, if you're noticing, okay, my workouts are high intensity, that's with my job, I can't, can't put my job to the side, I can't not do this project. You can say, okay, while I'm doing this project, instead of going to work out um, after work, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go for a walk. 
So now you're doing low intensity steady state, you're getting out in nature, you're getting quiet, you're getting to think, and it actually becomes something that's beneficial um, and helps you recover instead of something that is going to put you into a worse stress cycle, right? Um, maybe if you decided to train for that marathon, you just realized this isn't a great time. I'm, I'm really stressed out. I have, I have a six month old. I'm going back to work. Uh, yeah, I need me time, but maybe it doesn't need to be a marathon right now. So saying no to that doesn't mean that you're giving up or you're not putting time into yourself. It just means, hey, I'm reevaluating. Maybe that's not the best thing. Maybe the best thing for me is asking my husband or my mom or somebody for help and maybe getting an hour to myself every weekend. Maybe I get an hour that I can go browse Target by myself or get a manicure or a pedicure or, you know, my my husband take the kids so I can just sit out on the back porch and drink coffee and enjoy nature or go for a walk by myself. So rethink how you're doing those. Um, some other low hanging fruit that I always think of is learning to say no. Um, the more no's typically when we're in a stress cycle, the more we can say no um, now, we can get more yeses later. So, you know, skipping out on some girls nights um, or even if you decide to go on them having a set time where you're like I'm not gonna stay out all night I'm gonna actually come home um, I'm not gonna partake in the drinking because it it it's something that sets you know for me two glasses of wine would take me two or three days before I felt normal again and so that is something that I started to do is I started saying no I made sure that the things that I wanted to do were yeses. Like I want to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to work my schedule around it so that it doesn't um, take a lot from me and so that I can actually enjoy it. And so find that low hanging fruit and start putting awareness and intention around that. Okay. And then you're just going to work your way down the list. So my first thing I always do is when I know, when I look at my schedule, I'm constantly looking ahead and saying, how is this going to impact my family? How is this going to impact me? I bring awareness around the situation. I was talking to one of my Hashi girls here and she, she is in a job where right now it's very stressful for her. And she was like, this is just my season. I'm very stressed, you know? Um, and so I'll have to work on this later. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Just because it's always been that way doesn't mean it has to always be that way. Um, and I'm not saying that you can change the situation at work, but you can change how you frame it. You can change how you approach it. So my question to her is, have you ever looked at that and said, okay, I know work is going to be stressful. So what can I control? And so when you know you're in a stressful situation, some of the things you can control, especially when it's work is I know this is going to be stressful. I feel like I said that a million times. <laughs> I need to make sure I schedule sleep. I need to be getting sleep during these two weeks of a really busy work schedule. Okay. So you make sure that you're going to work rested. Okay. Making sure that you're putting good nutrient dense food in your body. So during the stressful time, instead of just grabbing food on the go and putting crappy food in my body at lunchtime, I'm going to actually meal prep. Even if it means that you fork over a little bit of money and pay someone to meal prep for you, take good, healthy, food with you to work. When you're nourished, you react better. Um, when you're well rested, you react better. So these are two things now that you have that you can make this a less stressful situation for you. And then three, if work is stressful, scheduled 
schedule, you know, put in alarms on your phone to get up from your desk a couple of times a day to go to the bathroom and go take a walk around your building. Get outside for 10 or 15 minutes. When you get home, go for a walk. Do things that clear your head, get yourself away from the screen. Um, because I will also tell you when you do that, you give your brain a break and it allows you to come back and think better. Okay, so you're gonna be a better employee. You're gonna contribute more to this project when you set those boundaries um, and you create awareness around the stress situation. Again, you're only controlling what you can control because the project's still there, but you're being intentional about your time outside of the project to make the time inside of it better. Um, and then just being intentional. So with Hashies, um, typically we're on high alert. That's we're high functioning. Um, at least most of the girls I work with were high functioning hashy girls. We're getting off the couch, we're getting out of bed and we're getting stuff done. Um, and so we have to set boundaries. We have to be aware um, and we have to be intentional to make sure we don't let our bodies or our minds or our um, routines lead us down to where we get caught in that stress cycle, okay? So what I always do now and it doesn't always work, okay? It's like sometimes I catch myself in a stress cycle and I have to stop it, right? I have to put the brake on. But typically just looking ahead on my calendar, sitting down on Sunday and say, what's on my plate? How can I make this easier? Is there a night that I need to grab a rotisserie chicken? Is there a day that a crock pot meal would be better than a home cooked, you know, fresh meal when they get home? Um, is there a day, like if I cooked extra on Monday and Tuesday, does that allow me to have leftovers on Wednesday, which is a really busy night for us? Um, so looking at your calendar ahead of time, identifying holes um, to avoid those stressful situations. So again, just wanted to go in here and talk about the stress cycle, give you an idea of what it looks like, giving, give you some ideas on how you can put a halt to it um, and give you some actions to start that right now, because I'm going to tell you this. People come to me all the time and they're like, if you would just tell me what to eat, I know I know, I could I could get out of this um, hashy flare or I know that I could reverse my hashy meadows just like you. And I'm going to tell you something that you probably don't want to hear. I could give you the most perfect diet right now that's for your body with the perfect workout for your body. But if you are in a constant stress state, it will do you zero good. Zero. So we have to start here. We have to start with the stress and the sleep so that when you get to the nutrition and you get to the movement part, your body actually responds the way it should. All right, guys, thanks for being here. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments. Give me a thumbs up if you like these. Let me know if there's a topic that you want me to talk about. All right, guys, nighty night. -night.